0: This week on Florida's Fourth Estate, an impossible lawsuit. A man suing Burger King for cooking his vegan burger in meat juice. That's because it's been broiled in meat flavor. I could eat that too. Plus, normally you might win concert tickets from a radio station. These people want a human being.
1: It's crazy, never ever thought that we would, you know, win a baby as they say.
0: <laughs> this week's floor idiot decided to rob a bank without a getaway car.
2: So he eventually got a ride. Yeah. It just wasn't the it ride is. he was hoping for. <laughs>
0: and our guest, Central Florida real estate titan, Jenny Weimer. What is the state of Florida's real estate and why the rich are bringing their cash this way?
1: People from the Northeast are saying, you know, they can almost come here, double the price that they're spending on a property and almost for free.
0: Hello and welcome to another edition of Florida's Fourth Estate where we break down everything that has to do with Florida. We are breaking down a critical aspect of it of living here in this beautiful yeah. state today. My name is Matt Austin.
2: And I'm Ginger Gatz, and thank you for joining us.
0: Yeah, we have an excellent guest today. Okay, I'm talking a real estate titan in central florida started out as just a regular realtor there's a thousand of them some people say they're a dime a dozen not good ones no this one (laughs) ended up growing and now like 50, 50 people 50 work for you. Members, sure. No pressure. <laughs> You've got your own place and you're selling like a quarter of a billion dollars in real estate. Holy this cow. Year. Yes. That's so, congratulations great. on all your success. This is Jenny Wemert of the Weemert Group.
1: Thank you. That's quite Happy a build to be up. Here. Yeah, that's yeah. good though. He's been
2: talking about you for a while, Aww. so we're excited to have you on finally. Thank well, you.
0: I have been wanting to break down Florida real estate for a while because mm-hmm. we were crushed during the big recession and yeah. a lot of people want to know is this a good time to sell my house are we in another bubble is this a good time to rent so so we're many questions break down all of this uh with someone who comes very highly recommended to me one of my favorite people on earth tony galarza works that's with right. you that's right and uh so he has nothing but the greatest things to say about you excited to talk to you about real estate but first we always have to dive into some head i know and
2: we we warned you that some of these stories are kind of crazy but feel free to chime in if you'd like to because we're going to start <laughs> with the story i mean i used to work at a burger king it was my second was it my? No, it was my first job. I was 16 and working at a Burger King. And now, you know, everyone's going plant-based and so is Burger King. Yeah. So they have this impossible Whopper thing. Well, one guy who's a vegan does not think that they're being very honest. He says that he tried it and definitely there are meat byproducts in it. And I don't know what meat byproducts, what that means. Or it's not pink slime or sludge or whatever they call it. But he says, like, they put the regular Whopper on the grill and then they put the... Impossible yeah. Whopper on the same grill. And I feel like that's someone who has like a, an allergy to nuts. You can't prepare those two things in the same area. So he's suing Burger King, and he's suing on behalf of not just himself, but everyone else who's tried the Impossible Whopper.
0: Hold on now, because you can't have an allergy to meat. It's not like his throat's going to no, swell up.
2: Well, but some people just don't want any, oh, see, any animal <laughs> to come in contact with what they're eating. It's like, I only want plants. So if yeah. you're going to have like... A beefy whopper, you know, patty on the thing, and then the next one is the impossible. You're getting some of that beefy.
0: Oh, well, what, what are you gonna say? You can't keep them in the same fridge now? I mean no, Burger King's well, trying to accommodate people.
2: Well And now they're getting sued they're, for are they're not doing a good enough job with this guy. But I kind of agree with him. If you're gonna say it's vegan, it has to be completely one hundred percent, it can't touch any animal products. It's like saying, Oh, I'm not gonna, you know, eat animals, but you're wearing leather shoes, Matt.
0: Now I will say. Burger King says that there is a meat-free option, a non-broiler method of preparation available on request. No, so, give,
2: well, that's what everyone should be getting. You shouldn't have to request that because that's what they're selling it as, I think. But anyway. You um, would
0: take the vegan side. I know,
2: but I, you know, I and I've not tried one. I've tried a little piece of it. Like my husband has tried it a couple of times and he's really impressed with the way it tastes. Yeah. And now i got to tell him that's because you're eating meat. <laughs> that's, <'cause, laughs> that's
1: because it's
0: been broiled in meat flavor. I could eat that, too. <laughs> Jenny, you ever try the vegan wagon? Could you um, do it?
1: I'm not on the vegan wagon. No. I, yeah. But I do understand, you know, celiacs or nut yeah. allergies and yeah. how things can't touch. But yes, exactly. Yeah. Thank you.
0: All right. So there. Let's, uh, let's talk about a contest here, okay? Oh, my gosh. So we have these contests. Some contests you could win maybe a house yeah. or a car or some dental work. <laughs> well, this contest, a little bit different. What did these people win?
1: It's crazy. Never ever thought that we would, you know, win a baby, as they say.
0: (laughs) Yes, they won a baby, sort of. Congratulations. Allow me to explain. A radio station had this contest. They called it a win a baby contest. And the husband, in this case, uh, had a hard time because he went through chemo Mm -hmm. and uh, had to have his sperm frozen. There's no nice way to say that, but yes. And then, so the radio station had this contest where they were going to give away IVF. And uh, make it possible for somebody to have a baby because it's so like backbreaking, expensive oh, for anybody trying to do this. Yeah, just
2: one time, but yeah, and if it doesn't work the first time, you got to do it again. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so this couple right here that you've been looking at, they uh, had this baby, and so now a few months. Later, this is the reaction when they won. Uh, I mean, so what awesome. bigger thing could you possibly give someone? You
2: want it's a huge. life. That's
0: <laughs> <laughs> huge. Here you go. Take
2: care of it. You know, when you think of radio. You know, these things they give away. Sometimes it's like, okay. Well, whatever but I mean this really is something that is so meaningful to this family because they really wanted this little boy he's adorable by the way I think this was 2017 and he's he's here now Mm -hmm. and I, I think they are going to do it again not this couple but the radio station said it was so successful they're going to do it again. I think the couple's already won, and they're already starting their round. So by the time it comes out, they'll I, have a baby again. It's my
0: favorite oh. contest oh my. I've ever heard of, <laughs> Win a
1: baby. I love it. Okay. You
0: could give no one anything better, right? No,
1: absolutely not. And, and being someone who has had success through in vitro, mm-hmm. what a gift that is. Yeah. Oh, so, my
2: goodness. Yeah. yeah That's fantastic. That. I love that contest. Me too. I wonder if you could enter it and then just give it, gift it to someone if you want it. It's like give it to a friend.
0: Well, you think somebody would enter and get a little nervous? Like, I'm not sure I can do
2: this.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Here's here's thousands of dollars worth of IVF, friend. Just kidding. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. Well, it's time for my favorite portion of the show. Hit it, Phil. And now, your Floridian of the Week. All right. Let's show you this week's Floridian of the Week. His name is Douglas Unger. You're about to see him. He oh. was an attempted bank robber. <laughs> didn't work out so well. He did not get away with any cash after police say he didn't have, have a good plan for his getaway car. He tried to hail a cab. What? You know, you have one job when you're robbing a bank. You go in there, you get the money, you you gotta find a way to get <laughs> he, out of there he with He did the call. hard
2: part. He got the money.
0: You know, I feel like he was halfway there. <laughs>
2: That's crazy.
0: So he was outside trying to hail a cab. Officers got there rather quickly, as they tend to do when you push a button in a bank saying it's being robbed. And he got caught. So police caught up with Unger. They say he was trying to leave in a taxi. When they caught up with him, he is now locked up in the Volusia County So he
2: eventually got a ride. Yeah. It just wasn't the ride he was hoping for. (laughs)
0: Yes. uh, You know, he he had plenty of, he thought, hey, I'm going to have plenty of cash. Why don't I just spend it on a cab? I'm going to leave you a
2: nice tip, sir. Don't have to burn the getaway car. <laughs> that's crazy. Who would have thought? Yeah.
1: I love that he had to hail the cab. I know. <laughs> he didn't have it ready. He didn't have it ready. Yeah, that's I a good that. point. He had hail
0: the cab. Hey, buddy, uh, if you could just wait outside this bank for me. He could have just said that. He probably would have gotten away.
2: Maybe. But, you know, there's a reason that he's your Floridiate.
0: Yes. Not all the brain cells.
2: No. But anyway, mm-hmm. just You're don't fine. try that at home yeah. or ever, for that matter of Agreed. Fact. Agreed. All right.
0: Let's talk some real estate.
2: Let's do it. I'm so excited to talk about this because, you know, it's one of those things where you can talk about it and talk about it. And it's everyone's interested in it because we all need a place to live. And you feel like when you're renting, you're just lining the pockets of of someone else. But speaking of high rents, We have a story here in Central Florida where we have one of the highest rents in the whole state, and it's a a city that I would not have thought, and we have some sound to to explain what we're talking about. Uh, We've got
1: great amenities, tons of new restaurants coming into town. Our schools uh, across the board just outstanding, so you really can't go wrong anywhere you live in Oviedo. You're proud of this designation. Oh, absolutely. Well, yes, and a little bit wishing that we could figure out a way to allow more people to come and afford more affordable prices but it's, it's kind of a, a, a great problem to have to be so desirable
0: that was a good answer that's a tough question to answer on yeah. camera because you want your place to be successful and sure. expensive but then you don't want to sort of out uh, overrule the folks who can't afford to get exactly, in exactly
2: or push people out yeah. you know who have been there for a while but Oviedo that would not be the place I would name right off the top of my head is having the most expensive rent in Central Florida. And and schools, as she mentioned, that's a big part of any city being or any place being popular and successful.
1: Absolutely. And I think they're talking about rent per square foot, Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. know, not the highest dollar rent, obviously. But I think what happens is, you know, we get relocation calls all the time. Uh, for people moving to the area, and they're they're asking where are the best schools, and because Seminole County and Oviedo High and Haggerty High has such good reputations, they want to get into that area, and we have such low inventory. The only option for them is to rent, and so they're paying a premium for those rentals to be in those schools, and that would be my guess why. Yeah, you know we would. be.
0: And- yeah. Jenny, Weimert lives in Oviedo, so yeah, it, it probably is a pretty good place to invest in a house at the moment, would yeah. it be?
1: Yes, it is, actually, for rental it, as a landlord and a homeowner mm-hmm. Yeah, because, I mean, it's it's safe. It's a safe investment because schools and location, they always say location, location, location when you're buying a home. Yeah. You know, you've got the schools um, and reputation of Oviedo and the growth of the commercial area, like they talked about, all the restaurants and um, companies coming into that area. It's a great place to buy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so and one of the reasons uh, I hear that it's growing as well on top of the schools and the amenities is they have kind of a no growth. That mayor who we were just interviewing, one of her platforms was, we're not going to let a lot of big growth come in here. And so when the growth is restricted, The prices go up,
1: basically. Exactly. Supply and demand. So pay more.
0: Yeah. And so people are wondering, right now, if you wanted to buy a house anywhere in Florida, I know whenever I talk to most realtors, they're always like, market's hot. You know, everything's flying off Mm -hmm. the shelf. Mm -hmm. So... So give me the real nuts and bolts. How are we looking right now? Is it a strong market? Is it a weak market? What's it looking like?
1: It's a strong market. We're still very much in a seller's market, which means that the sellers are in control. Uh, we have very low inventory and more buyers than homes to sell them. Uh, so that it's it, it's strong in that regard but it's still possible for buyers to buy. Um, first time home buyers, it's difficult because there's like zero inventory. Mm-hmm. Luxury is a little bit um, more open than the, the tighter market, which is the, the, low, the low market. Um, but it's, it's still very strong and it's, a, it's still safe to purchase. Um, you know, we're working with first time home buyers. We're telling them, you can still buy, your, your mortgage is gonna be less than what you would pay for rent. It's a stable position in it you know, if you were relocated or life changes in some way, you're still going to be able to rent the property out, pay your mortgage, and you have the asset. We're not we're, we're not unbalanced as far as affordability goes at this point. Sure, but I
2: feel like for first-time home homebuyers, that is a really, they feel it's such a risky thing because anytime you do something you haven't done before, you just don't trust the process, right? Sure. So tell us a little bit about if you're looking at buying for the very first time, what are some definite things you need to be ready for?
1: Sure. Well, they really have to understand their financial position. So getting a good team around them is gonna be very, very important. They need a good lender and a good realtor, and those two need to work together closely for that that home buyer. Um, they have to understand how much cash they have to work with and um, you know their reserves because when you own a home, you have to maintenance the home. Mm-hmm. And so for a first-time home buyer, they're probably not gonna to wanna to get into a home with, that's a fixer-upper that's gonna require a lot of cash out of pocket if they don't have those reserves. So working with a, a professional that can guide them to make sure they're getting into a home that's low maintenance for the next 10 years, and you know, position them to be able to care for that home, make their payments comfortably, and not have to be married to the mortgage and, and you know, um, we see success with that all the time. Yeah. Uh, but if they if if they work with the wrong people or try to do it on their own, mm-hmm. they could end up in in trouble because they just don't have the money.
0: Well, it's interesting uh, the way you've kind of described the market. So, a uh, little tougher for first time home buyers. Prices are higher, mm-hmm. and though I've seen this just in our newsroom myself, some of the folks who are younger, just buying their first house, they're having to jump on houses within the first day or two on the market, yeah. or they mm-hmm. will lose it. Right. Now, some of the more established folks I know, somebody who's trying to sell a million-dollar house, seems like that is trickier right now. Like, those houses are sitting on the market a little bit longer. Is that true?
1: Right. The buyer pool's smaller. However, we do have more money coming into Florida every day because of the new tax laws. But um, the buyer pool's smaller in luxury. The houses sit there longer. Um, you know you don't have that many buyers coming into Orlando with you know three million dollars to sure. spend. Yeah. Um, but the buyer pool and the and the first time home buyer, you know, they're competing with investors, move down, move up. like, everybody's in that in that buyer pool yep. so they have strong competition that's why they need to make sure that they're they have all their ducks in a row they understand what they're doing because they are going to have to make fast decisions when it, when the good properties hit mm-hmm.
0: yeah and you mentioned a few things that I, i'd like to unpack a little bit when it comes to those new o- open door and wh- you know whatever what right. you, zillow
1: off zillow has a program where they we call them my buyers so Zillow has an iBuyer program, Open Door has an iBuyer program. They are um, large institutional investors that are coming in and buying homes from sellers and then putting them back on the market for the, the end user. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know that that is definitely um, disrupting our market from a real estate perspective.
0: Mm-hmm. In a good way or a bad way?
1: It's um you know it depends. Um, from a seller perspective, they're the ones that are hitting the easy button with the iBuyers. They're saying you know come in give us a cash offer Mm -hmm. give us a guaranteed close date and they feel comfortable with that if the numbers work enough for the sellers they're taking it and these are savvy sellers that are taking these offers in reality if they were to put their house on the market with a traditional realtor on the uh, open mls they could probably achieve at least 10 to uh, sometimes 20 percent more um, you know to their bottom line Mm -hmm selling it on the market but they will have to endure the showings they won't know their date you know yeah, from the sure. beginning when they're going to close so um... sellers are saying yes it's worth anywhere between ten and twenty percent uh... to hit that easy button That's and you'd be money. surprised how many people are taking it. you know
2: speaking of being a disruptor is zillow giving people a false sense of what their home is actually worth because it you know we get a monthly report and we're like, why is it different this month than last month? We haven't done anything. And it's either it's either up or it's down. And we've not done anything to make any difference at all. Is that giving people who have a home and selling it a false sense of what they should expect for it? Sure.
1: Yeah. I mean, if they, yes, um, in the short answer, the, it's, but we have to understand that this is an algorithm. It's a computer mm-hmm. telling us what that property is worth. And a computer is not going inside of the home to see that they've upgraded their flooring or their bathroom. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, this month the algorithm has changed because a home down the street with all those upgrades that did all of the work Mm -hmm. um, sold. So suddenly now it says, oh, well, your home is now worth that much more. Mm -hmm. And it's not necessarily always true on the open market when buyers actually go into the homes and see what's in there. Same as, um, you know, they're, they're getting smarter every day, but... They don't know that this is a ski lake versus a, a regular lake across the road. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so you Difference. can see really big discrepancies um, on their Zillow estimates or, you know, any AI program that's trying to yeah. predict yeah. pricing.
0: You mentioned people coming to the state of Florida. I've heard politicians bring this up a bunch because of tax reasons. I am curious if someone on the ground like you is noticing more people from out of state coming to Florida, I know your area is Central Florida. Mm-hmm. Are you seeing it a lot? And do you think it does have to do with the tax repercussions?
1: Yes, absolutely. There's um, a, you know, a lot of money coming into Florida, more in South Florida than we see here, mm-hmm. but um, the fact that we don't have the state income tax and then there's a cap on what you can write off for mortgage insurance, people from the Northeast are saying you know, they can almost come here, double the price that they're spending on a property Almost for free for what you know the tax savings from you know New York, New Jersey, and the East Coast.
0: There's also some bankruptcy implications as well. Florida, you're
1: protected. Your primary property or a property in a, in a corporation is protected from bankruptcy.
0: So we would probably, if someone were thinking one day they were going to possibly go into bankruptcy, it would be intelligent to come to the state of Florida, <laughs> buy yourself a big, sure. fat, Live out multi-million days. dollar home, <laughs> yeah, yeah. sink as much money into it as possible, and then they can't come after it because our state law is protected. That's correct.
1: You
2: know, I I never think I did. I didn't. Okay, I'm so glad you said that. I'm like, what
0: (laughs) is this? I found that out on the phone call with her the other day, and I was like, wow, that is a mind blower.
2: Well, that makes it because you hear of all these multi-million dollar athletes who come and they buy big mansions Mm -hmm. here, and and you think they're
0: just. Pissing away their money, for well, lack of a better word. They
1: got some good advice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have to establish residency here, though. They, sure. You know, it can't yeah. be a second home sure. It has to be their primary. Sure. Yeah.
2: I know you mentioned the South Florida market, and I just read an article the other day how that is really softening because they have, you know, everyone was getting into the high rises and buying in South Beach or in these different places. And they now have these high rises that are virtually ghost towns. Mm-hmm. What is happening there?
1: Um, I'm not in that market every sure, day, sure. so it's just you know um, what I'm hearing, but there is a lot of money coming from overseas, and um, that money has dried up. A lot of the money from China and the real estate mm-hmm. investments in, um, in New York and New Jersey they have been coming down here, and I think that's just starting to dry up. Um, So I don't, you know, and I think they overbuilt for condos Mm. would be my guess down there as well. But But
0: there is possibly a silver lining for people in condos. Didn't something just change with the mortgages in in regard to people who buy condos?
1: Yes, um, we were excited. Again, back to that first time homebuyer. We were struggling to find that price point that a first time homebuyer can afford. And condos have been sitting there at that price point. But. The condo prices haven't come up in our area because we couldn't get financing for condos. You had to have 20 or 30% down to buy a condo with financing. Well, that just recently changed. FHA is now allowing us to do spot approvals for individual sales of condos, where before we would have to get the whole complex approved for FHA financing. Oh my gosh. So it opens the door up for first time homebuyers to be able to purchase condos now. And um, we're excited to see how that's going to go. That's only been a couple of months since since changed. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And that could really help the prices.
1: It will hopefully. help. Well, it will. Yeah. So, you know, want a good investment? Buy a condo right now because now we can actually sell them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> exactly. And exactly. so speaking of good investments, what if you are a person who no one like I have no interest in being a landlord, mm-hmm. but you see these houses that are in great neighborhoods and they come on the market. It's like, that's a great price. Mm-hmm. I really should invest in that buy that what do you say to people who might have a little extra money sitting aside and they don't want to live in that second home but they just want it cuz they know it's in a great area and sure it's a great investment it. what do you say buy
1: it <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> call Jenny Weimer that's right I'm a realtor of course <laughs> no.
1: and I'm also an investor but I definitely definitely you c- it's because we have such demand for rentals Rental, rents are high mm-hmm. we just talked yeah. about that in Oviedo yeah um, it's a sure thing. You're not. We don't have vacancies where you buy the property and you have to worry about how long it's going to take you to put a tenant in there. That's not the case. Um, so it, it's a as long as the investment makes sense and you can show that you can see a return on your investment. And in, in where else can you buy a get a uh, let's say a three hundred thousand dollar house? And you put sixty thousand dollars down. You're making a sixty thousand dollar investment, but you reap the benefits of a three hundred thousand um, dollar, you know. But your appreciation is on the three hundred thousand yeah, sure. dollars. I mean, why why wouldn't you do yeah. it, right? Mm-hmm. So as long as you can cover the rent, your your mortgage and taxes and everything with the rent, it's a no-brainer, really. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you just see it in the
2: Winter Park area is what I've noticed a lot in some of these houses because older people have owned them and they've either gone on or, you know, and the family doesn't want it. So they sell them at these incredible prices. And the next thing you know, they're gone like that. Mm -hmm. And then the person who buys it upgrades it immediately because it hasn't been done and nothing's been done to it since like the 70s sure and then all of a sudden you have this beautiful piece of property and now you have this great house on it and it's you just have to have the vision to do it and i just always yeah. wondered if that's a great idea to, even if it's a house that needs some work done to it
1: the flips are are hard to come by right now to be honest but there are some still available and especially in the winter park maitland area mm-hmm. because there's room to bring those those properties up yeah um the real, the the thing that everybody's talking about right now is Airbnb.
2: Yeah. And,
1: you know, downtown, they, the city of Orlando has approved Airbnb for, if you live in the property, you can rent out part of the property. Or if you have a long-term tenant, they are allowed to um, Airbnb, you know, at least more not, not less than 50% of the property. So what companies are coming in to do now is say to the, a homeowner, Um, or a a tenant, or what do you call it, a a landlord, Mm -hmm. we will guarantee your rent on this property and we'll put in a subtenant to be there at lower rent and then we will Airbnb the rest of the property and um, we keep those proceeds, but we're going to give you $100 more rent on a master rent policy for, you know, you're using your house. I want this. I I feel like...
0: Everybody, like companies, are playing chess, and they I'm playing are. checkers. <laughs> I know. I know. That's what drives me crazy. Like, I know. I, I, that's the kind of situation that seems just so smart—guaranteed rent yeah. for a long period of time yeah. on an investment you own that is appreciated. But you do have yeah. to be
2: careful because some areas don't allow you to have Airbnb or any of that stuff. Right. You yeah. have
1: to know. You have to know the pockets. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but it is interesting, and in, in these companies that are coming in—they don't have to have the assets. They're using other people's exactly. assets
0: yeah. so to make the money
1: because. And they're assuming that landlord doesn't want to mess around with the Airbnb. They don't want to have to worry about, you know, the putting somebody in there every two weeks or yeah. whatever it is. So th- that person wants that stable rent. So they give them what they want with wow. a little bit more, mm-hmm. and then they use their asset to... For the Airbnb to make all the money, I feel like we're going to be talking after Isn't that
0: this. interesting. Yeah, you <laughs> and I need to talk I know. alone <laughs> sometime. So <laughs> you're not getting her number. Uh, so Jenny, I know you're not Nostradamus. I could talk real estate all day, but I do want to kind of ask you. I've heard people say, even some realtors say, like, I think we're heading for the nice word is a correction or something mm-hmm. like that. It's impossible to be able to tell, but what do you think? Do you feel like we could be headed for some sort of dip in prices? What's the
1: I don't think we're going to see a bubble like we saw before. Mm -hmm. Um, I think if anything, we'll stabilize a bit. Um, The interest rates, we have to keep an eye on those. But if anything, they're going to continue to go down, not up is what's being predicted. So we'll help help offset affordability, even if prices are going up. How long this lasts, we don't know, but we're not, you know, it's not going to be like it was in 2006. 2006 was that perfect storm with the loose lending and the Mm -hmm. crazy banks. And we we learned our lesson. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're in a much better position in our homes right now. Um, we haven't crossed over that threshold of affordability. Uh, I think we're going to be okay for a while. We are Florida. People are still coming here. Mm Uh, we're desirable and lots of companies are, are coming. So, um, it, unless our inventories, well, unless we start to collect inventory, um, I think we're still going to be in a strong market for a long time.
2: That's what I like to hear. That's
1: what I wanted to hear. Cool. Yeah. yeah. That's All right. Fantastic.
0: Jenny Weimer. you were awesome Thank and very you. interesting. That was fun. Oh, Thank my, very, you so much. <laughs> you know,
2: sometimes real estate may not be the sexiest thing to talk about, but this was amazing. Good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It yeah, impacts I'm glad you
0: enjoyed. everybody. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things uh, As an as you accumulate some money you can put it in a 401k or in the stock market yeah. or real estate so it's an important aspect yeah. thank you so much jenny weimert from thank the you. weimert group she's ginger gatson i'm matt austin we got <laughs> tiffany brown producing and phil teams directing check us out next week on florida's fourth estate